The Zone Sports Network is taking you to the movies. This is the Movie Zone on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Less than a week till Christmas. Well, or depending on when you're listening to Can this. Can you believe that? Yeah. It's like here, man. Uh, technically, it's here. Technically, this is a week from Christmas Eve today, but the day is yeah, over. Who's, who's counting? So we're really minus seven days now to the, the, the jolly fat man's morning. The fat man. Uh, we'll get to that. Yes. In segment two, by the way, a little uh, movie review. Welcome in. It's the Movie Zone. I'm Austin Horton. He's Johnny Lightfoot. Sup? Sup, buddy? How are you doing, man? Is your uh, holidays holly jolly? Yeah. Have your greetings been seasonal? No. They're all year round. Have your bells been of the silver variety? I don't hear the bell anymore. No. Oh, see, uh-huh. see what you did there. Polar Express. That's too bad. All you got to do is believe. I believe. Uh, no, you don't. And no. Krampus. <laughs> Get out of here. That's, we're not talking about that at all. Oh, okay. You know what my kid was watching as I left the house this morning? What? Nightmare Before Christmas. Wow, really? Uh, again. Hey, again. How many times is this now? Well, for the last three weeks, it's been nonstop Polar Express. Okay. So at least we're going back to something that's not Polar Express. All right, random question. Uh, Nightmare or Polar Express? Nightmare or Polar Express? Since you're sick of both of them. It's been like three months of both of them, so... Wow. That, which one? Now that's a movie showdown. Right. Which one is worse? Which one, <laughs> which one would I die from faster? Uh-huh. Uh, I'll go with... Uh, I haven't seen it as much, so I'll go with Polar Express. That one's better? No, I just oh, haven't that's... seen it as much. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm judging it based on which one will not make me jump out this window. Okay. Well, you know, both of them are groundbreaking animation stuff. They are, mm-hmm. in fact, indeed, yes. Uh, the Polar Express did not really live up to today's technology like Christmas did. But. No, and we talked about it, I think, last week as well, all the cool stuff that it did do, but in today's standards, it's just, it's, yeah. It's kind but, of creepy now. But then, <laughs> you know, but ironically, though, I appreciate the Polar Express now more than I did when it first came out. I'm totally there with you. You yep. know, I, I didn't really, I watched it in the theater. In fact, I watched it on IMAX at a Megaplex, and it was awesome. Wow. But I just didn't bond with it and now that i see it like every night on tv it's uh i, I bonded with it a little bit more well we didn't know we'd go there but uh, no that was random sorry just that, off that's a bonus just for you this holiday season merry yes. christmas from merry us. Cri- how, how is your christmas holidays going austin uh it's great it's fun it's exciting um i i used to be a grinch a scrooge or whatever oh, sure. word you want to use and sure. then i got married and she fixed that oh really uh-huh uh-huh okay and uh, now we have a two-year-old and she really fixed it. It's yeah. fun. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. So. Well, I get that. I get that. Christmas means a lot more when you have children involved. For sure. Everything matters more. Oh, well, yeah. 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 But I mean, I just, my phone keeps falling over. What are you, you doing? I'm going to do it one more time. Just just hold it. Okay. So uh, <laughs> when, before I had uh, See my- See these things on the side of your pants that are they're like little slits? I don't have any in mine. You have pockets right there. <laughs> get out of here. They have holes in them like the Polar Express <laughs> row. So anyway, I was going to say, before I had kids- uh, Everything, you know, when I was an adult then, everything just didn't matter as much. But now that I have a child, and uh, he's older, but now that I have a child, and, and everything just means more. It's like, I think about my father going out and buying gifts for me, or what you had to do to find a specific gift that your child wants, mm-hmm. like driving to St. George to buy it. What was that? I'm not saying. He listens. Oh, I thought you meant a present your dad bought. That. My dad bought me, he had to find me a Star Wars toy. And this is obviously way before the internet. Yeah. Uh, in fact, if I remember correctly, it was Princess Leia, Leia dressed up as the uh, bounty hunter in Return of the Jedi. 
and that action figure. Remember that little? Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. You remember when she she rescued Han? Yeah. So, uh, and you don't know it's her at first. You don't. I didn't yeah. know who it was. Yeah. But that character came out, and I was like one missing from my thing, and my dad had to drive way down south to pick it up that day. Mexico. Possibly. <laughs> he could have gone that far. <laughs> he went to the Hasbro factory. He, he did. And he, show on Mexico. He got it for, for yeah. me. But I mean, that's the cool thing. And I enjoy doing that now. Well, uh, it is Christmas season, and we've got a lot to get to with Ooh. it being Christmas season. We've got new movies in the theaters. We've got good plans for you to be uh, both celebrating the holiday and being safe at the same time, we'll tell you about. And we've got a poll question that uh, really took off. So we'll get to that in segment two. But first, before we get to the news this week, Johnny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We start the week out every, every week the same way. We start the show out, uh, and it is called the Movie Zone Movie Showdown. Yes. Where one of us takes a turn, we alternate weeks, tweeting out uh, on Twitter uh, a movie up against another movie and ask you which is better. And sometimes it happens on Sunday. Sometimes it's, it's it happens to on, happen on Sunday. early Monday morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this one happened like mid-Sunday. Yeah, we, we're getting back there. Yeah, we're we, getting yeah. there. You're the one before this, you were like 8 p.m. Monday. Yep, yep, I know. Last week I was 12.36 Monday morning. We're, at least we're on the same day now. <laughs> so, But your uh, showdown this week, tell us about it. Sure. I, I chose a couple of movies that are non-Christmas, Christmas time movies. Say so it it's non-Christmas, so it's not about elves and Santa and present giving, but happen at Christmas time. I see, I see. Yes. So non-Christmas, Christmas time movies. The backhanded Christmas movie. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you've given me a lot of flack over the week about- I have not. I made I, one comment. It stuck with me. <laughs> well, that, uh, get some thicker skin. That I need to come up with a better poll question. That's Basically what, what you said. said. You said, what kind of question is that? You told me the question- and the results, and the way you said the results, <laughs> I was like, you were trying to, it sounded like you were breaking big news. I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Could have told you that before you sent out the tweet. It was, it was like, a, what's his name? Uh, opening up uh, the vault. Al Capone's uh, vault. Yeah, it was uh, uh, Greg, not Greg Geraldo. No, Geraldo Rivera. Geraldo Rivera, yeah. <laughs> so this week I put Die Hard up against Gremlins. And I have to tell you, I almost put a third category of Predator, because I always say Predator is a Christmas movie. <laughs> How? It's not. But it's just, not a single reference to right, anything that, Christmas. It's like the farthest thing. That's why it's funny. I don't think funny. anyone wears green in Predator. No, they, they don't. <laughs> but it was, a, it was an overwhelming victory for Die Hard with 74% and Gremlins with 26%. Had 103 votes. And man, I tell you. Gremlins, I think Gremlins deserves better than 26. No, Gremlins is, a, uh, is uh, uh, abhorrent. Yeah, you you don't like well because it's, it's a horror movie. It's disgusting. You're scared of it's horror terrible. movies, even the little gremlins. The, even the stupid song. Do you hear what I hear? I can't kill, hear that kill, song kill. without wanting to vomit. <laughs> yeah. So well, at least it's not Gremlins two. Which how that was ever made? Because Gremlins one was such a success. Here is my sworn oath to you. Okay. I will never set eyes upon Gremlins two. What if they? Oh, okay. Gremlins two. Yep. Right. Never. I was gonna say, what if they remade Gremlins? I still won't see that, probably. I who won't was swear main, an oath on that one. Who was the main actor in Gremlins? Where I is, don't know. Where is he now? Selling insurance someplace. Or I guarantee he's selling little Mogwai dolls. Mogwai? Oh, That's, yeah, yeah. You know, the little Gremlin before he became the Gremlin. Uh, Furbies, you mean? 
Sure. That's just a complete ripoff of Gremlins. Oh, is it ever? Yeah. Is it ever? All right. So there's the movie's own movie showdown this week. Die Hard, of course. Yeah. With the overwhelming victory over Gremlins. Sorry we spent, wasted your time with hey. such a question. <laughs> See? That's what I'm talking about. If we weren't six feet apart, I'd slap you. Six feet? We're in different rooms. I know we are. Hey, I'm you know sorry, what, let though? Let lock this door. I have to admit, though, I still, and I told you this, I prefer Die Hard 2 over Die Hard. I didn't know there was a Die Hard 2. There's Die Hard 3, 4. I think there's five. Is there really? Oh, yeah. I didn't even know. Die Hard 2 takes place on Christmas as well, but in an airport. Okay. And I I prefer that one. I've never even heard of it. Really? It's not the Die Hard battery commercial that Bruce Willis had coming out last year. There was Die Hard 3 had Jeremy Irons as the bad guy. I love Jeremy Irons. Yeah, he's great. Well, speaking of Bruce Willis. Okay. Before I get into the onslaught of Disney news. Oh, boy. Bruce Willis is back. Bruce Willis is back, and this movie is going to be playing at the Megaplex. Let me uh, get my info. Oh, is up that here. this week? In the, is that being released this week? Yes, it is. You well, want to save, save it? it? Let's save okay, it. Okay, let's save I it. I missed that one on here. I okay. saw that Mia Jovovich has a yeah whatever her name is Monster Hunter. Yeah, so I, we'll, I'm excited. We'll get, I, I didn't know that this movie was on. Okay, we'll get to that in a minute. Okay, we could spend the whole next thirty-five minutes of this show. <laughs> Playing the Star Wars sounder back to back. That's all you need. But we're only going to hit it once, but we're going to hit it triumphantly once. Okay. Right now. Extra volume. Okay. Now, remember that sounder for the next 10 announcements. 10. Boy, and you are not kidding. Because Disney announced that uh, they need more money. Right. <laughs> they uh, they have announced that over the next few years, roughly 10 Marvel series, 10 Star Wars series, 15 Disney live action, Disney animation and Pixar series, plus 15 all new Disney live action, animation and Pixar features will be released directly on Disney. Plus. Wait, wait, wait. Did you say two years over the next few years? Few years. You're going to have 10 Marvels, 10 Star Wars, 15 uh, 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 series and 15 movies and features. I'm excited. That and is, by the way, 10, 20, 50 releases over the next few wow. years from Look, Disney. I'm excited and kind of disappointed at the same time. I'm excited because obviously I love Marvel and Star Wars, but I'm disappointed because is this a trend that Disney's going to start doing? You know what I'm it getting is. at? It is. Uh, it is. I, I think it is. I think it is, too. As long as they also release in theaters, I won't have a gripe with them. No, as long, yeah, if it's solely just Disney+, Plus, then, then we have a these, problem. These series will be Disney+, Plus only. Yes, and but they the look feature good. films, we need those in the theater still. I, I watched the trailer for Loki, and I watched the trailer for uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and they look like Marvel movies. Well, uh, let's, let's talk about some of these releases. Oh, let's do it. We played the Star Wars sounder, so let's focus on the Star Wars. Let's do it. I'm more Star Wars than Marvel. Sure. So, and we don't have an hour to list everything they're coming out All right, out let's with. go. I'm going to make snarky comments. Star Wars Rangers of the New Republic, a new original series set within the timeline of The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Should have been a movie. Star Wars Ahsoka, starring Rosario Dawson. This is going to be cool, because if this shows anything like she was in The Mandalorian, the one episode, that was amazing. By far the best Mandalorian episode to date. Now, the best Disney, or excuse me, the best Star Wars movie, period. Mm-hmm. Rogue One mm-hmm. is getting a backstory for one of its main characters. A backstory? Diego Luna will star as Cassian Andor in an original series called Andor. 
Now, if I remember correctly, he was kind of the, let's call him the Han Solo type character in Rogue One. He was the uh, male hero. Right. To Jin Erso's female hero. Yeah. I, uh, Heroine. You know? Heroine. Maybe. Heroine? Heroine. No. Cocaine? No. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe well, this will be good. It won't start till 2022. I think they're going to see how the uh, internet treats this one. A sneak peek, uh, or excuse me, Star Wars The Bad Batch is an all-new animated original series. Looks like uh, Rebels Clone Wars. Pass. Okay. Star Wars Visions, an original series of animated short films. Pass. <laughs> it's going to be anime. Uh, we've got uh, Lando Calrissian original series. Now, this is going to be interesting, especially if it's Billy D. Williams. It won't be that. What, uh, who, he, who, him. Who uh, was it the guy who played in Solo? Donald Lando? Glover. I don't think it's going to be him. So this is the third Lando? I believe so. Wow. Uh, you've also got uh, a new Star Wars series called The Acolyte. Now new- that's that's the place just past Tooele, right? <laughs> yes, it's right next to Dugway. Yeah. Okay. No, that's what you come back with if you go to Dugway. Uh- <laughs> oh, sorry, sir, to tell you, you've got The Acolyte. I'm a Star Wars guy? <laughs> a mystery thriller. I don't know. Uh, about the dark side powers. Ooh, that Uh, could be interesting. You've got the uh, uh, Industrial Light and Magic. They're developing an adventure film for Disney Plus called A Droid Story. (sighs) A new hero will be introduced, guided by R2-D2 and C-3PO. Can we have another droid that has... You know what I mean? I mean, do they have to be in every Star Wars? Yes. No. Yes, they do. No. Also, you'll get the uh, new Taika Waititi developing a new Star Wars feature film. Yeah, he's going to be doing a trilogy. And, of course, the previously announced Obi-Wan Kenobi series. That is going to be good, and there's been a lot of hype about this. Starring Ewan McGregor. Yes. And Hayden Christensen as Darth Vader. Or Anakin, or Anakin Skywalker. So yeah. I, I have a feeling this is going to take place more during the uh, Clone Wars era. I think they're going to be on doing missions, but this has a big buzz about it. It says it begins 10 years after the dramatic events of Revenge of the Sith. So it is. So that's Darth Vader. Darth Vader. That's Darth Vader. Yeah. Yep, not Anakin. Okay, so then I'm completely wrong and, and erase that. You've also got 10 Marvel. You've got the 15... Uh, uh, series from Disney and Pixar, and you've got the 15 feature films from Disney and Pixar. Now, just really quickly, uh, did Marvel announce that they are rebooting Fantastic Four? I don't think so. Okay. Disney and Marvel are rebooting the Fantastic Four movie again. That's a terrible idea. But this time, it's not owned by Fox. It'll be owned by Marvel. So just like Spider-Man before, that took three times to get it right, <clears throat> and the final time was with Marvel. So I have a good feeling that they are not going to mess this up. I have no interest in Fantastic Four. You know, I... Is Jessica Alba reprising her role? Sure. Then I might watch it. Okay. Yeah. I Actually, I don't know, but uh, I, I didn't mind them. They weren't horrible. They just weren't great. They were terrible. Like Gremlins terrible? No. no not like, like Gremlins that. 2 terrible? No. I, okay. I've seen some Wiggles episodes that were better than Gremlins. <laughs> uh, all right. So there you go. There's the big Disney news. That's a, you know, that's a big, big drop by Disney. Yeah, I need, a, I need a drink of water after all those. And uh, that's over the next few years, so I'm guessing, what, five? Five years, maybe? Uh, it said the next few years. Right, so I'm going to say probably over the a five years. A few to me is three to five. Yeah. Right, right. So yeah. I'm going to go long and go five. We do know that some of those have a date of 2022. Right, so. right. All right, uh, we do have new movies at the theaters to talk about, but real quick, we also need to discuss the Tom Cruise rant. We can't play it, obviously. <laughs> Uh, it, I didn't even feel comfortable playing it with the bleeps. There were so many bleeps yeah, in there. Yeah. But uh, I, so if you missed it, the quick backstory is Tom Cruise is making a seventh Mission Impossible. 
Uh-huh. He, they've got uh, COVID protocol on the set yep. that you have to follow. Good. And some crew members several times were repeat offenders of those protocols and not following them. Okay. What came from that is this now gone viral uh, expletive-filled rage rant from Tom Cruise <laughs> threatening everybody's lives and jobs. Right. Where do you fall on the side? Because I know Tom Cruise is a nutcase. Sure. He's probably not a good person because not a lot of people are at that, at that level. I don't know that for sure. But I'll tell you, I've wanted to yell these same things the entire pandemic every time I go to the grocery store. Look, let's be honest. Eventually, at some point, Tom Cruise will be the leader of Scientology. <laughs> but... Um, I kind of side with him a little bit. I, you know, there's rules in place for a reason. It's to help everybody out, to keep everybody safe because you don't know. And to keep you having a job. Right. And and let's be honest, we are following him here. Would we rather be sitting right across from each other? No. Absolutely. Oh. But we are not because of what's going on. You're in a separate You're room. You're smelly. And I'm in a different room and you smell. I'm wrong all the time here. But, uh, but I don't think Tom Cruise should have threatened people's jobs. And maybe gone on a swear fest because today's world, you don't do that. Everyone has a video recorder in their pocket. Yeah, I don't think he cares. I know he doesn't care, but he and should. And I guarantee people are now towing the line. Hi, I'm Tom set. Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I hear what you're saying. You I, know, I side more with him because I could see myself doing that at any moment. Well, yeah, you're volatile like that. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I, I usually give people three chances before I lose my mind. But uh, anyway, it's there will be changes on that set. He's trying to keep people employed. He's trying to produce movies. He's trying to keep the industry going. Sure. And they're just lollygagging around with no masks and hugging and kissing and and sharing food. And you got to follow the rules or you're going to lose it all. If you ever watch the credits to a movie, there's thousands of people that work on a movie. Now, granted, COVID protocol has probably knocked that down a good percentage but still a lot of people and you don't know who you're working with what they have what they don't have if you have it and just and not showing symptoms what their family at home has that exactly that they can't come home with covid right you see it in the credits every time you see the movie babies production babies yeah the babies that were born to cast and crew members and their families during the movie's making yes that this is a family thing this is this is a job this is providing so food. Is. This is providing shelter. You bet. So put the damn mask on. Yep, just do it. And like I said, I'm, I'm with so him. So you break out with acne on your face. We all made it through puberty. Right, we'll you be fine. You can do it again. We'll be fine. I'm with him. I think he could have handled it better. That's all I'm going to say. Probably so. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, let's talk about the new movies. Let's do it. Uh, speaking of which, at Megaplex, you know what my family's doing on Christmas Eve? Watching The Nightmare Before Christmas. We rented a Megaplex theater just for Did my family. Did you really? Yeah. What are you going to watch? Uh, I'm, it's uh, The Forgotten Carols. Okay. Well, a family favorite and the, the new reimagined. Now, re-written. let's... I don't know if you can discuss this. We're all going to have our own little spot in the theater room. Can you discuss this? still be together as a family. Discuss what? How... How reasonable is it for someone to do that? Very reasonable. Okay, that's that's extremely, without getting into specifics. Like, extremely reasonable. See, because I think that's a brilliant idea. I mean, I I'll, uh, I am. <laughs> if there's another stimulus check coming, I'm well below the threshold to be receiving it. Okay. And yet here I am renting a I mean, movie. You're doing it. Okay. With we're all chipping in, but but still. So it, it, it's very very reasonable. Now with that renting a movie theater, does your concession still cost extra? I don't know that. I think so. Okay. I think you still have to pay for your I, I don't yeah. have a problem with that. I didn't. I didn't ask. I'm just curious. So, yeah, uh, but so four four different families will still get to celebrate Christmas and my mom's birthday. She's born on Christmas Eve. Oh, uh, but we'll still get to celebrate together while staying apart. 
I think Does that great. make sense? Yeah, I think it's great. We'll be in this giant room together, but separate. I think it's a brilliant idea. My only complaint is why wasn't I invited? Well, give me, show me the DNA proof that we're related, and I'll, I'll let you come. Hey, we're all God's children. Sure. Is that what she told you? Yes. That's Alanis Morissette. <laughs> All right. Uh, but speaking of Megaplex, here's some movies opening this week at Megaplex. Okay, do it. Uh, we've got your girl, Mila Jovovich. Yes. She's back. This looks so much fun. The movie's called Monster Hunter. I'll read what it's about and you tell me. PG-13 action-adventure fantasy. Uh, when Lieutenant Artemis and her loyal soldiers are transported to a new world, they engage in a desperate battle for survival against enormous enemies with incredible powers. A feature film based on the video game by the same name by Capcom. Monster Hunter, tell me if you are excited. Uh, oh, haven't I already? <laughs> yes. So this, this kind of reminds me of like a Stargate thing. They go through kind of a portal. They end up on this crazy planet with monsters. And I like monsters. Yeah. I think this is going to be fun. It's, <laughs> it's going to be a movie that you just enjoy explosions and shooting monsters and action. Yet there has never been a good based on video game movie made. Resident Evil? Nah. No? No. With the same Mila? I don't like it. No? Mortal Kombat wasn't great. No. Sonic? Nope. Okay. Tomb Raider? Any of them? Yes. No. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Tomb Raider was good. Which one? All of them. Stick it out of here. Okay, not the second one with Angelina, but the first one with Angelina, and the reboot was pretty good. I don't know. No? What about uh, the... the, uh uh, the big giant gorilla. King Kong? Uh, Donkey no, Kong? No, 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 no. Rampage? You're Rampage, yes. No, that was horrible. Yeah, ter- exactly. I went and saw that in the theater. The only reason I went and saw that in the theater is because they had the prototype Bronco. What about Super Mario Bros? <laughs> horrendous. Next. Yeah, horrendous. I'm right. You're right. I would go see a Donkey Kong movie. That would be fun. It's called the, King Kong. The, no, 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 no. <laughs> the, the backstory of uh, Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong and Candy Kong and Grandpa Kong and... World of Warcraft was horrible. Yes. Um, I'm trying to think what else has there has been. You know, they need to stop that. Yep. But you're telling me Monster Hunter will be good. It's got me that has to be good. How about Fatal starring Hilary Swank, an R-rated thriller. After a one night stand, a successful married man finds himself entangled in a cunning police detective's latest investigation. See, I like these mystery investigation movies, so I, I will like this as well. Little La Femme Nikita. Very, yeah. very. Uh, Skylines. They put a little free for the E I in Skylines. Starring that. Lindsay Morgan, whoever that is. Rated R, action-adventure sci-fi. When a virus threatens to turn the now Earth-dwelling friendly alien hybrids against humans, Captain Rose Corley must lead a team of elite mercenaries on a mission to the alien world in order to save what's left of humanity. Read, and uh, just based on the name. I don't know. What Pandora. Uh, Avatar. Avatar. Yeah. Doesn't that sound just like Avatar? Yeah, it does. It does. But I'm also sensing a trend here because the next movie, Breach, kind of deals with the same thing. I'll tell you about it. You react to it. Okay. Because it's your guy. All right. Rated R, action sci-fi, Breach, starring Bruce Willis, Rachel Nichols, and Thomas Jane on the cusp of fatherhood. A junior mechanic aboard an interstellar arc to New Earth must outwit a malevolent rather malevolent, cosmic terror intent on using the spaceship as a weapon. (laughs) This is a six-month journey. (laughs) No, that's what they actually say in the the trailer. This looks fun, except I got a little disappointed when I found out that the alien that infects people, they kind of turn into zombies. It's like zombies in space. Okay. But 
That being said, it's Bruce Willis in space fighting zombies. I'm in it. <laughs> You're in it? I'm in it. You're in for it. That too. <laughs> but uh, I'm all about this. I like Bruce Willis. He's the best deep, deep core driller anyway. <laughs> well, listen, uh, four movies that are new, that are bigger blockbuster, blockbuster types <laughs> right up, right before Christmas. Yeah. Even though these four would not be my first choice to go see, there's some good in all four of these, I think, that I'm interested in somewhat. But the best news of it all is that normalcy is almost back. Look, did you notice in these movies... Three out of the four had major names in it. Yeah. Like blockbuster movie stars. Hillary Swank. Yep. Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Mila Jovovich. And Lindsay Morgan. Oh. oh. <laughs> Mila Jovovich and T.I. Let's not forget about T.I. He's in Monster Hunter. What uh, our guy Larry Tessoni said about Monster Hunter is mm-hmm. what makes me actually want to see it. He said it's a terrific popcorn movie. Yeah. Where you just check out. And enjoy a fun 90-minute, yeah. two-hour ride through nonsense. And that's what Breach is going to be, too. I hope so. But, you know, just before we move on from this, yeah. I think Skylines might be a sleeper. You I re- think so? I really do. I mean, it's it's not major, it's not major <laughs> names. It's not major names, but yet it's getting released yeah. on Christmas week. Yeah, true. So think true. about that. Also, you've got the, the classics. You can go see Muppet Christmas Carol and Christmas Jars at Megaplex Theaters. So check out their website for those locations. Now... Coming yeah. up in segment two, oh. we've got a poll question of the week, and it's this. On, on Twitter, at Austin Horton, at Johnny Lightfoot one at Zone Sports Net, name a Christmas movie seemingly everyone but you likes. Mm. So you're the only one that does not like blank Christmas movie. Okay. And that goes along also with a little review you're going to give us yeah. about yeah. a Christmas movie that nobody likes, I but I have a bad <laughs> feeling you liked it. I do. We'll tell you that. We'll (laughs) we'll deliver that and a little lesson in music history next here on The Movie Zone. You're locked on to The Movie Zone on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Welcome back to The Movie Zone, segment two. I am Johnny Lightfoot. Cross the glass for me. Mr. Austin Horton. Hi. Hey, do you hear this music? I love Buddy Holly. You do? Yeah. So do I. Well, I, I want to do a... Just like Buddy Holly. No, no, that's not no Buddy Holly. That's Weezer's... That's Weezer. Called Buddy Holly. A tribute to Buddy Holly. Well, you know, the other day on the Mary big show... Tyler Moore. On the big show a couple days ago, you were talking about Americana bands. We were. And uh, I got a great idea because it made me think about one of my favorites, which is Buddy Holly. So I'm going to give you a little history on Buddy Holly. Born Charles Harden Holly, September 7th, died February 3rd, 1959. Very uh, famously. 22, buddy. Yeah, terrible. 23, 23. A tragic event. Known as Buddy Holly, of course, the piano was Buddy Holly's first instrument. Mm -hmm. Most instruments are, that is your first instrument. Yes, it is. Hank Williams was one of Buddy Holly's earliest influence. Not Hank Williams Jr., but the original Bocephus. Okay. (laughs) Now, sadly, Buddy Holly was killed in a plane crash along with uh, singers Richie Valens, J.P. Richardson, also known as the Big Bopper, yeah. along with a pilot. And from what I believe, it was Buddy Holly's guitar player, Tommy Alsup. Now, let's talk a little bit about that because there's someone who gave up his seat to the Big Bopper that we all know of named Waylon Jennings. Yeah. Waylon they, Jennings. He lost a coin flip, right? He lost a coin flip to that seat. For that seat. Um, Waylon Jennings was hired after Buddy Holly and the Crickets broke up to go Mm -hmm. on tour. So the way the tours used to work back in the days was a singer would have a song on the radio. 
and they would tour on that song. However, they didn't carry a band. It was just a singer. Sure. And every town they would go to, the the music, uh, the music someone would hire a group of musicians to play with them. So Buddy ended up hiring Waylon Jennings and a couple other guys to be his musicians, and they'd go around and perform that one song and then get off the stage. Big Bopper would come on, et cetera, et cetera. Richie yeah. Valens would get on and play La Bamba and go away. Yeah. Um, it's like in the movie That Thing You Do. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly like that. And so... Originally, they were toying around on the bus. Now, let me find this exact. I want to get this exactly right. They were doing a 24-city uh, tour by bus in brutally cold and long distance between nightly gigs. Mm. So it takes a while to get now. So back then, think how long it would have taken. Yeah. Um, so Holly decided to charter a plane for the Clear Lake, Iowa to Fargo, North Dakota. Sadly, right after takeoff, the plane went down, killing uh, a lot of music legends. Yeah. Everyone on board died, yeah. Everyone on board did. Um, It's also known that one of his, Buddy Holly's most famous songs, Peggy Sue, was originally named Cindy Lou. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Like from the Grinch? Cindy Lou who? Hmm. The drummer for the Crickets who helped write the song, his girlfriend was named Peggy Sue. And since he helped write the song, he convinced Buddy Holly to change the name from Cindy Lou, who was Buddy Holly's niece, Uh to Peggy Sue. Give me some brownie points here with my girl. Let's change this to Peggy Sue. That's how that conversation went. That's how that went. And then he said, sure, no problem. I wrote this song about you, honey. I'll take 90%, you get 10. (laughs) Uh, Buddy Holly, a legend. One last thing I want to throw in there. Sorry. Um, Buddy Holly was one of the first musicians to be his own producer. Which is nowadays, it's like, so everyone does it. But he was the first. It was groundbreaking for a musician to be his own producer back in the 50s back then. It was Buddy Holly who did it. And of course, there is a brilliant movie and probably Gary Busey's best acting ever, The Buddy Holly Story. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I didn't know that he put producers out of a job. And as a radio producer, I now hate Buddy Holly. (laughs) No, well, radio producing and music producing are different. It's the same. Really? The big show could not produce their show. Yeah. Okay. Buddy Holly could produce his music. True. But the big show could not produce. Do you know he only had one hit song? Buddy Holly? One number one. The one we just played. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That'll be the day. Well, he was only 22. Sadly. He didn't have a lot of time. All his career, all these songs that we know were done in two years. Well, Buddy Holly, our lesson in music history this week. Now, we have a poll question about name a Christmas movie that you don't like, but everyone else seems to. Yes. So everyone likes it but you. Before we get to your responses, Johnny watched... Fat man. I did, the man. Mel, the Mel Gibson train wreck. <laughs> and no one should like it, but Johnny, you liked it? I, I You know what? I had fun. I was disappointed with the ending. It, but, just, it ended too quick, but I loved it up to there. I thought it was great. So the, the premise is a kid doesn't get what he wants for Christmas, so he hires a, uh, a hitman to kill Santa Claus. Well, he's a naughty kid. Yes. And he hires a hitman a lot. Uh-huh. And to do nasty things. So yes, he gets a lump of coal from Santa, and Santa... Uh, is then tracked down by Walter. And Mel Gibson plays Santa? Yes. Now, and the one thing I love about this, it's not the jolly old Santa that we know from, uh, you know, the big red suit. Granted, he wears a red suit, but it's not the Santa bouncing around. He's got elves. He's got all of that, but he's a very humble Santa. Okay. Let's leave it at that. It's done really well. It's fun. It's, if you're fans of Die Hard, if you're fans of just, you know. I thought it was made as like a comedy, though. It's a dark comedy. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So it's, it's not... It's not making fun of itself like Sharknado, but it's no. not taking itself seriously like Die Hard. 
I think it took itself pretty serious. Well, then I will not see but it. But it, it's, it's not a comedy in the fact of, oh, look at Mel Gibson. He's so silly. No, it's like, that was pretty cool. And I can't believe I'm watching this. So Johnny went with the poll question a little backwards. Name a Christmas movie only you like. <laughs> Our question is, name a Christmas movie or two or three that everyone likes except you. Ben says, A Christmas Story. Okay. All the Claymation Christmas movies and every Hallmark Christmas movie ever made. No, this is everyone likes but him. Yes. Okay. Uh, Brayden said A Christmas Story. Okay. Evan said, National Lampoon Christmas. Home Alone. And I'll be home for Christmas. How do you not like Christmas Vacation? But how do you not like Home Alone? I can get that, but how do you <laughs> not like Christmas? Uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Lenora says The Grinch with a vomit emoji. I don't which know which one. one. Oh, okay. Yeah. AJ says Elf. Well, it's AJ. Christmas Story. Is it the same AJ I'm thinking of? Yeah. Okay. And, he doesn't and know. Miracle on 34th Street. <laughs> Lance says Elf. It was fun once, but twice it's it's just bad. Really? I disagree 100%. Santa? Jessica says Jessica says Elf. Cameron says it's a beautiful life. Okay. Robert with a Christmas story and Elf. Jeremy says BC a special Christmas. What is that? I don't know. I hope that's not a bad movie. Uh, Jason says White Christmas. Okay. That's kind of old. Yeah, I, 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 I get it. DJ with a Christmas story. A lot of people with a Christmas story. Miguel with Jim Carrey's Grinch. I don't understand that. Mm-mm. It is a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brett said Charlie Brown. I'm with him. Okay. Yeah. D says, by the way, D has been in the news lately for not great stuff. Elf, the Grinch, Jim Carrey version, and Jack Frost. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did you, I don't, yeah. Jack okay. Frost with Michael Keaton. Yep, yep. I like that movie. Yep. Where he turns into a snowman. Gary says the worst movie ever is It's a Wonderful Life. Okay. I don't know if worst ever, but I can see why some people don't like it. Dustin says Polar Express. Terrible. Mm. I thought it was too until my two-year-old liked it. Mm-hmm. Megan says a Christmas story more obnoxious than it is funny, to which Sally said, stop saying that. <sighs> And Megan said, I have to take the opportunities when presented. See, I think a lot of people don't like A Christmas Story because it's on a lot. That's why I think people do like it, is they don't really like it. They just think they do because they've seen it a hundred times. I think it's also why they don't like it. <laughs> Brent says, I like them all, but Four Christmases makes me too uncomfortable. Uh, too close to home? I don't know. <laughs> but it's a, it's a great movie. Colorado Ute says, we watch it every year while we wrap presents. Uh, Jessica says, The Grinch with Jim Carrey. Nah. To which Scovel seconds that. Hmm. Bucky says the family stone is ridiculous. And Emily seconded that. I don't know the family stone. I do, but it's it's skipping my mind right now. And then finally, hey, it's me, 1225. Said it's debatably a Christmas movie, but Nightmare Before Christmas, I don't get the appeal. Okay. So there you go. There's some Christmas movies that a lot of people like, but these people don't like. The Christmas Vacation, the elves, I, I can't get behind that. They're I good. Love, I, they're great. I can listen to A Christmas Story being a, a, one you don't like. I can listen mm-hmm. to It's a Wonderful Life, mm-hmm. White Christmas. Miracle on 34th, I can but get. Home Alone, Evan? Come on, bub. You know, like two years ago, I tried to find Elf on DVD, Blu-ray, whatever. This is before the streaming stuff became big. And uh, I couldn't find it because everyone bought it. Everyone bought it. <laughs> you could not find it. So I think Elf's, I think Elf's up there. All right, uh, so there you go. That's our poll question this week. A Christmas movie everyone likes except you. Mm. You can keep those coming in if you want. Get on Twitter, at Austin Horton, at Johnny Lightfoot one at Zone Sports Net. Predator. Coming up next, <laughs> we've got From the Archives, and usually we just do one movie. Yeah, normally. Occasionally we've done two. Yes. 
This week we have 19. I know, we've gone nuts on this. <laughs> 19 movies, Christmas movies, and more specifically, 19 little-known facts about Christmas movies yes. that you may not know. We'll get to that, we'll wrap up the show, and uh, there was something else we had to do today that I'm uh, spacing on suddenly, but we'll get to it next. Okay. So stay tuned, that's a tease. I like it. We'll surprise ourselves <laughs> next here on The Movie Zone. <laughs> You're locked on to the Movie Zone on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Final segment this week here on the Movie Zone. Our lesson in music history, of course, was Buddy Holly. We mm-hmm. talked about this song, Peggy Sue. Cindy Lou Who. It was originally Cindy Lou. They changed it to Peggy Sue. Yes. It's time for From the Archives. Okay. 19 little-known behind-the-scenes facts about some of your favorite Christmas movies. Some of these we've talked about in the past. But we're going to read all 19 as quickly as we possibly can. Well, this movie is coming to Megaplex, so this is kind of fun. The Muppet Christmas Carol. Yes, love that movie. Michael Caine insisted that the only way he'd play Scrooge was if he pretended the Muppets were real people. I think that's a brilliant way to approach it. He was acting in the Royal Shakespeare, and that and that he was acting in the Royal Shakespeare Company. Yeah, he said, I will never do anything Muppety. I'm going to play Scrooge as if it is an utterly dramatic role and there are no puppets around me. And that's actually the way to do that. that well, how else are you supposed to do it? Because the Muppets are supposed to be the fall guy for Scrooge's straight guy. That's right. the comedy in the whole show. Exactly. In Elf, the baby it's cold outside shower scene wasn't actually in the original script. John Favreau overheard Zoe Deschanel singing and said, you're too good to not sing in this movie. And they, and they just added it? Yep. Wow. Which then launched a music career for Zoe Deschanel. Yes, it did. So pretty interesting. There. One of our favorite movies, Die Hard, Bruce Willis's role was actually offered to 73-year-old Frank Sinatra first. Wow. Sinatra was contractually obligated to get first dibs because he starred in the Frames film's prequel ah, okay. in 1968. So in his contract, it was if there's ever a remake here. Or, or, or an extension of it. The prequel is called The Detective, for anyone that wants to find that out. Uh, they don't really play well together, but they're both good movies. I could see, I mean, if you look at these two pictures, Frank looks like Bruce here. But he Bruce looks like not. Frank. He does oh, not. Oh, okay. In Jingle Jangle, the musical actually featured three different stars of the movie Dreamgirls over the last five decades. Felicia Rashad, Anika Nani Rose, and Marisha Wallace. Did you watch Jingle Jangle yet? I have not. Should I? Jake Scott loved it. I didn't care for it. Okay. Yeah. The Santa Claus 2, Tim Allen's movie, he had to stay in characters around child actors, even when cameras weren't rolling. Why? Because a lot of those kids believed he was the real Ah, Santa. I see. And he wanted to keep that going. Yeah, of course. You don't want to break kids' hearts. In Happiest Season, co-writer and director Clea Duvall based the premise of this movie on her own life because she A, loves Christmas films, but B, had never seen her own experience as a lesbian reflected in them. That's, I love things like that. Yeah, I, I love, do too. The, the, you know, make it more mainstream and, and less shock factor. Mm. And uh, so that's, that's pretty I like cool. It. Yeah. Well, you remember, uh, we've talked about this a lot, A Christmas Story, and when uh, they stick their tongue to the frozen pole. I've always wondered how they did that. You skipping around here? You bet I am. Did I skip over You one? bet you did. I did not. You did. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. I'm on number six. Number seven is Home Alone. We're gonna, you can do that one. Where, that, you're on number 10. You bet I am. Why? A Christmas Story's tongue to was actually <laughs> suctioned by a hidden vacuum to give the illusion that it was frozen to a pole. And I have to tell you, 
now knowing that, I'm not as afraid of polls. But because when I saw that, when I saw that. <laughs> Who are you, a BYU fan? Afraid of the polls? Yes, bing. Uh, that, But it does look painful. But knowing that there's a little vacuum in there now, you're like, okay, it's but, not. But look, if you do stick your tongue to a pole and get stuck, just get some hot water. In Home Alone, going back, <laughs> Daniel Stern, when the tarantula crawled upon his face, a rumor out there that I've long believed was that he pantomimed the scream because they didn't want the spider to bite him. Right. It's not true. No. He did the actual scream because the animal handler who uh, owned Barry, the tarantula. Barry. Said, uh, the animal said, Barry doesn't have ears. He can't hear. Relax. It's all good. So as long as he didn't make sudden movements, Barry was not going to bite Daniel Stern. They were going to use a robotic tarantula and Chris Columbus said, no, you're not. I'm glad. a real one. I'm glad Mr. Columbus said that. Yeah. Number nine. No. Okay, fine. <laughs> In a Wonderful Life, writer-director Frank Capra, is that how you say yep. that? Mm-hmm. Helped create a new type of artificial snow because the then-current movie method using cornflakes that were painted white was too noisy when the actors had to walk in the scenes. Yeah, they were crunching. Crunch, yeah. crunch, crunch. Uh, in Love Actually, they originally shot four additional storylines, one of which included the school's headmistress and her partner, who was battling a terminal illness, and you can see it in the deleted scenes. It's Ooh. not an uplifting moment. No, I don't think it would be. Number 11. Jingle all the way. <laughs> Sinbad. Yes, and Sinbad and Schwarzenegger. Govan- the governator. Yeah. The whole premise of the movie was actually inspired by the Cabbage Patch Kids craze from the Christmas season of 1983 when parents were literally fighting at stores to get their children these dolls. And my mom did that. She fought someone? She fought someone for some Cabbage Patch dolls. There was also a scene in a Seinfeld episode where they referenced that. Oh. The Festivus Festivus. uh, In Last Holiday, the deluxe hotel that Queen Latifah's character stayed at called Grand Hotel Pup is actually a real hotel in the Czech Republic. Oh, really? I, yeah, apparently so. They flew all the way for that. Yep. Miracle on 34th Street. The original? The original. Okay. The, par- the parade scenes were shot on location during the 1946 Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, which meant they only had one morning to film all the scenes they needed for the movie's opening. Wow. One day. That's the actual parade behind them. Yeah, that's the real parade. In How the Grinch Stole Christmas, uh, the 2000 live action, both Eddie Murphy and Jack Nicholson were originally considered for the role of the Grinch, but ultimately went to Jim Carrey. Mm. Jim Carrey did it the best. Of course. I could see Eddie Murphy doing well with that, though. I don't know if I could see Jack doing it. Too old. Too old. Number 15, Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Yes. Donald Trump would only give the production team a permit to film in the Plaza Hotel, which he owned at the time, if they wrote him into the movie. That doesn't sound like him. Boy, does that scream. <laughs> that doesn't sound like that's fake news. I tell you. <laughs> uh, in It's a Wonderful Life, the entire Christmas movie was actually shot in the summer of 1946. And it occasionally got so hot that production literally had to be shut down for a few days. And mm. you can see George Bailey, played by Jimmy Stewart, sweating yes, in some of the scenes. Yes, because it was so hot. It's amazing. Well, in Elf. This is my favorite one. By not the way. Mine too, now that I know this. Will Ferrell, John Favreau, and a cameraman just ran through New York City on the final day of shooting and interacted with people on the street to film Buddy Discovers New York montage. So no, those people were not paid extras. They were just random New Yorkers. There's a guy walking around in a red suit that looks like Santa. All improv stuff Just by a guy world. in New York. Just a guy. Just Happens a guy. Happens to be dressed like Santa out for a jog. There's a scene where you see some guy hailing a cab. 
And Buddy says, hello. Hello. Hi. That was That's what's brilliant about that. I never knew that. Uh, in Home Alone, the picture of Buzz's girlfriend, Buzz, your girlfriend, woof, <laughs> Yes, is actually the art director's son wearing a wig. I love that. So that they would have an ugly looking girl being that it was a boy with a wig on. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah. And finally, number 19, Love Actually. Emma Thompson actually wore a fat suit underneath her clothes throughout the entire production. Which she doesn't look fat in the movie. I know, that's what I'm getting at. It's so like, what? Why was what was the point of that? I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe she's... Do you like Love Actually? Uh, in real life? No, the movie. Um, Yeah, I don't mind it. I, I don't, I don't have a problem with it. Yeah, um, I don't really care for it. It's not my favorite. Yeah. Well, there you go. A record-setting edition of From the Archives. 19 yeah. facts, 16 movies right. referenced. I think I think we should be in the Guinness Book. I think so. We'll get our attorneys on that yes. as soon as we hire some. Some. Uh, we got a week till Christmas. You ready? I, I am pretty much ready. I know I'm forgetting someone. I just know I am. That <clears> I have to buy... Uh, what? What? <clears throat> wait, wait. I was just clearing my oh, throat. Oh, okay. You, you good? You all right? Me! Me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you don't like Christmas. You're the Grinch. All right. On that note, we got to go. Bye. We'll be back next week, I believe, on a Christmas Eve edition. Christmas Eve edition. This is a big one. We're going to record that one. Oh, but I have the perfect movie (laughs) for Christmas Eve. We'll talk about it next week. He's Johnny Lightfoot. I'm Austin Horton. Until next week. It's Predator. This is the movie zone. (laughs)